Greetings. Welcome to Wickedly Wise Women Entrepreneurs, coming to you from sunny Phoenix, Arizona, in my home studio. This is Constance M. Drew, host of the show, and this is our second episode. So yes, we're new, but we are getting it done. And I thought today's topic around organization would be a good one. And it is about organization, but I'm also going to be talking about the Law of Attraction Roadmap. As women entrepreneurs, I think a lot of us do try to lead from our spirit or our soul, whether we're religious or spiritual. And I have a saying that basically you can't get aligned with money until the soul is aligned. So when I work with women business owners, that's what we work on first is getting the soul aligned. Is it your passion? You know, do you feel on purpose? Those are really important things because if you don't have that, it's going to be hard to align the money. Not that you can't make money. I don't mean that, but as far as really being in alignment so that your soul, you're on purpose, you feel like you have a mission in life and that you're adding value to not just yourself, but to others as well. That's crucial when you are starting a business or upscaling a business. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the Law of Attraction Roadmap. And if you haven't already, you should consider getting, for 2022, the com has a journal, basically, the Law of Attraction Journal. And it is more than just a planner. It is a complete journal. And I love this. This is the first one that I've gotten this year. And it just, it has so much and it, it really aligned and spoke to me. And I think that would help a lot of you out there as well. So it's not just about getting organized, but it's also having that roadmap, talking about attracting to us what we want to have in our lives and what we want to bring to other people's lives. So basically, in the Law of Attraction Roadmap, we have eight steps. And we start with number one, which is awareness and self-discovery. Just like starting a podcast, if you don't know the why, it's going to be really hard for you to get into it. And I'll share more <clears throat> more about that in my next episode, but I ran into that myself with the why just wasn't clicking for me. And again, I'll explain a little bit more in episode three. So your awareness and self-discovery. It's really amazing the path that being a business owner takes you on. You're going to learn things about yourself that you never knew. And things are going to come up that you didn't even know would be trigger points. There might be things that you thought that you had a handle on that all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I don't have a handle on that after all. So there's all different types of you know, ways that that's going to show up in your life. So awareness and self-discovery. You want to find your life purpose. You know, what were you put on this earth to do? And I know that successful people, it doesn't matter how much money they've made, they're all going to tell you that it's their purpose that drives them, even more than the money. And I'll give you an example. I was in a political family for a while with Jean J. Kirkpatrick, and she was former UN ambassador. And I learned so much from that woman. I loved her dearly. I mean, I loved her like a mother, basically. And her passion and her drive was helping the United Nations. And her political drive, you know, she was a professor at Georgetown University. This woman was amazing. The things that she was involved in, the leaders that she spoke to, the stands that she took, she knew her purpose. 
And yes, she was a wealthy woman, but she earned every bit of it. She valued her family first, and then after her family came, you know, her mission as a UN ambassador. She also founded a, an organization called Heldreth Publications. It was actually a scholastic educational journal company. And it, she just leaves so much that she'll always have a special place in my heart. And she's a really good example of finding your life purpose. Number two, make mission and vision statements. Now, I talk about a vision plan that I think is really important for people to do. I talked about that in the first episode. And that's really what it is. Like, what is your vision? And not just your vision, but what is your mission around that vision? Like, if you want to help women entrepreneurs to get further with their business, to really be aligned, you know, what is my mission around that? For me, my mission would be to educate and help as many women entrepreneurs as I can. And, you know, I have a number on that. Let's say, basically, I'd like to help at least, you know, 100 women a year. And that's, I will help well over 100, you know, through podcasts and articles that I write and different things that I share and guest appearing on podcasts. But if I can reach 100 women and know that I made a difference in their lives, that's when I'll feel like my mission for the year has been accomplished. Number three, set big goals. This is really important to define. A big goal is going to push you out of your comfort zone. If you can already do it, it should not be a goal. You've already accomplished it. You've got to stretch. And you've got to stretch further and further. Because the only way that you're going to be successful in your business and reach the level of success that you deserve and that you're working hard for is to push yourself out of that comfort zone. And like I said, it is going to be uncomfortable. That's the reason why they call it a comfort zone. And setting big goals means that you are going to be setting things that you have not achieved yet. So for me, I would like to, you know, like I said, touch more women's lives. And a big goal for me would be to basically enroll, let's say, 25 women in my Start Your Podcast in a Weekend virtual retreat in the next few months. And that would be a big goal because right now I haven't enrolled 25 at once. And so it's pushing me out of my comfort zone. And that, you know, is also a bigger crowd to teach. So that's an example of setting a big goal. You want to do mind maps, and in this journal you have mind maps, and that's what's really nice about it because it's, it's very visual. You have mind maps, and literally like each month you have different things that you reflect upon, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I think when you can do something visual, we're, that's part of how we all learn. I know some learn better, you know, with audio or your kinetic, you know, kinesthetic, you need to touch things, but... Visual is really good for all of us. And those of you that might be visually impaired, you try to, you know, imagine what you can. And like words take on a meaning or a feeling. And that's another way to think of a mind map. You want to set your priorities and you want to live your life on intention. So setting priorities means that you set daily priorities. You have monthly priorities. You have daily priorities. You have weekly priorities doesn't mean that you're going to get to all of them, but you need to live your life on intention. And that's part of how the law of attraction works. You want to create harmony on all levels. 
So if you're not taking time out for self-care, now's the time to start putting that into your schedule. That should be scheduled time. For me, I know <clears throat> I'm recovering from a surgery, so yes, it's been quite a few months since I had it, but I'm still not as physically mobile as I was before the surgery. So I know that it's really important for me to put in time, like going to the pool here in my community or taking the dog to the dog park and just walking around a little bit. Something that that's going to help me create harmony. The other thing that helps me is meditation. I like to meditate. I like to be quiet, sit still, breathe in, out, and just be in the moment. That calms me down. That calms me down a lot. And I think that's really important that you create harmony on all levels. So you're spiritual, you're physical, you're mental. You know, all of these need to work together. You're emotional. Everything has to be working in harmony. It's kind of like if you think of a, a mobile above a baby's crib and you know how it's like swinging around perfectly smooth in rhythm, but if you take off one of those mobiles, guess what? It goes lopsided. And I think it's the same way about keeping harmony in our lives. So it's not just about our business life, but harmony within first. And then that will seep over into our business life. Number four, create a vision board and life statement. I have a vision board in my office, and I spend quite a bit of time in my office, as you can imagine, and I look at it daily. And one of the first things I see is, I love me. That's my vision board, I love me. And I have a picture of me up there. And then I have different goals that I would like to achieve and ways that I would like to achieve them. Now the life statement, I think of this kind of like in high school, we had an assignment one time to write our obituary. And I think if you think of your life statement that way, that's a good way to put it too. What do you want to be known for? You know, what is your life statement? What do you feel like you're here to, to serve? Who are you here to serve? How are you to serve? You're serving yourself by serving others. So create your vision board and life statement. Number five, make a clear strategy. I'm all about strategizing. You want to create something that is attainable and achievable and believable. Like you don't want to make it so far-fetched or so much out of your comfort zone that you can't accomplish it right away. You do want to make it steps where you push out of your comfort zone and then when you reach that, then you push a little bit higher and that's part of making a clear strategy. Let go of your old unsupportive story and create a new story. As women, we are so hard on ourselves. We think we're supposed to be the perfect mother, the perfect wife, the perfect teacher, the perfect this, the perfect that. And we don't have to be. The only thing perfect you need to be is you. Be the perfect you. You are unique. Nobody else brings to business what you bring. I mean, you could have a hundred coaches in the same room and we're each going to bring something different to the table. You could have, uh, you know, a hundred different service companies that provide different services or maybe the same services. Everybody's going to bring their uniqueness. So don't try to be somebody else. Be yourself and let go of unsupportive stories and create a new one. Create about the success that you're going to have. And by the way, it's not going to have. You're already having it because you're already shifting your thinking to success. You're going to have it. I believe it. Do you? And this kind of goes with programming your mind for success. 
Replace those negative statements with positive statements. Like instead of saying, oh gosh, I can't pay all this bill this month, say, oh, thankfully I can pay you know, half the bill this month. Replace things that are negative with positive. And this is a little harder than you might think. It does take some effort to do this. And I think it's really important, though, that we do it and we take time to do that. It's all about mindset. To be a successful business owner or successful at whatever you're doing, it's all about mindset. You have to believe it first. And why shouldn't you? You're worth it. The other part of this is to find mentors. Find people that believe in you. If you're not at that place yet that you believe that you're a successful businesswoman, find somebody that does believe that you are. Join a group. Go on Clubhouse. You know, Go into clubs. Go to social media. Go to Instagram. Find a Facebook group. Find something that basically surrounds you with mentors. I'm a sustainer at the Phoenix Junior League, and that is a way that I surround myself with mentors as well. Because these are successful women, we all have one thing in common. The biggest thing is we're all about volunteerism. And so by doing that, and actually my professional headshot was done by one of my fellow colleagues, Marion Rhodes, it gives you a sense of not just common purpose, but they're supportive. It's like a sisterhood. So find what you can to support you. Maybe it's a church. Maybe it's a spiritual organization. Find something that supports you because on the road to entrepreneurship, there's going to be a lot of bumps. There are going to be bumps. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be a lot of successes along the way. But make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the support that you need. That goes to creating positive surroundings. So, you know, surround yourself with positive people. Make your office a creative environment. You know, like I have a little flowing water fountain and I have my statue of St. Expedite and rosary beads and different things that are meaningful to me. I have family pictures, you know, things that really bring joy to me. I have a vinyl record player in here. I like to listen to vinyls. Surround yourself with a positive environment. Maybe you like plants. Find something that gives you a vibrational energy that is positive. Number six, take action. You have a monthly action plan and you have a weekly action plan. Within that, you have daily priorities. You have daily goals. You have daily gratitude. I don't want to skip over this one because I think it's really important. I have a saying that I use a lot. It's like if something negative comes into my life or I have a negative experience, I say bless and release it. Because to me, it's like it, it came into my life for a reason. So... You know, and if I believe that I am walking a spiritual path and I, I'm looking to spiritual guidance, then I also should believe that these things are coming to me for a reason. So I try to be grateful for even when things are really hard. <laughs> and that is not easy. Trust me, that is really not easy. And am I successful at it all the time? No, I'll be the first one to tell you I'm not. But the whole point is that the more you can be grateful, it actually like, I don't know how to explain it. It almost like changes the chemical makeup in your body somehow, like your emotions and just your feelings and the way that you start thinking. It's like it opens up your mind to being more creative. And that goes into your daily visualization. Live intentional. Wake up in the mornings and say, be intentional. 
What do you want this day to, you know, to be like? And it's not just about achievement. Like, how do you feel? How do you want to feel today? How do you want to dress? Who do you want to talk to? Maybe you haven't talked to somebody in a long time. Make your life intentional. And then you have a daily reflection. And in that reflection, don't beat yourself up. Don't shit on yourself. And that daily reflection, again, bless and release. If there's a few things that were negative, bless and release them. And then move on and reflect on the positives in there. Reward yourself. A lot of times I don't think we do this like we should. We should reward ourselves. I mean, we're worth it, aren't we? And it can be small rewards. Like for me, I know that I achieved something recently and I had been wanting to buy a plant. It's like I'm not, I don't have the greenest thumb, so to speak. But I decided I would go ahead and buy a succulent. So I did, and knock on wood, so far it's doing great. And I bought a pretty planner to go with it, but for me that was a reward. And now you'll laugh at my big reward that I want to basically have later on, is I love animals, I have my cat and my dog, but I love reptiles and I want a leopard gecko. Yes, I'm going to talk to you about my leopard gecko when I get him or her. And that's important to me. And the reason why that would be a bigger reward for me is because with that leopard gecko comes knowing that I'm, I mean, I'm always a pet owner throughout their lives. Like, I don't get a pet and give it up. I mean, very rarely have I done that, and it was in very, very extreme circumstances. So, like, now I've had my dog five years, my cat that came to me a year and a half ago. Like, I keep my animals, so I take that very seriously. So, same thing with a leopard gecko. I know once I get him or her that... There's going to be certain care that I have to give that that little creature, that little soul. So find something that you feel would be rewarding. It could be jewelry. It could be a book that you want. It could be a new vinyl record you want. Reward yourself. You're worth it. Think on paper. I think this is underestimated a lot of times. You do want to think on paper. Write down your thoughts. If you don't journal daily, you might think about doing that. And one thing about this journal is there's places that you can just jot your notes. So maybe you're not a journaling person, but if you go through and you have your different, you know, your goals and your priorities and your actions and your gratitude, that's a way of thinking on paper. Definitely put any of your plans, uh, like the big plans that you have, put them on paper. That goes along with decluttering your mind and getting more inner peace. One thing I do not like to do, and I encourage you not to do, is don't put your project on a project, you know, whiteboard, and then type it up in uh, an Excel document, and then put it in a sauna. Like, no, 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 no. One place. One place. Your strategies. One place. And my team actually laughs at me about this one because when I was a project manager in New York City, I had to manage like millions of documents. We had to basically scan them and turn them into electronic evidence for trial, for litigation. And I had to manage a lot of different sites. I had to manage, uh, it was a huge task. I mean, multi-million dollar clients here. And what I did though, I just used an Excel sheet and we call it the WIP, you know, the work in progress. And even to this day, I still use that because for me, it's simple for me to go in there and type in what I need done. And then if I want it put in Asana or other project management, I'll have a team member do it. But a lot of times they don't like it because I want to keep them in Excel. But for me, 
that's the easiest. So find what works for you one place. That's how you declutter. And just think about decluttering other things too. Like it, fall is a good time of the year to go through and maybe make a donation pile and get rid of some things that don't fit anymore. You'll be surprised as your business grows. I, I've noticed this. It's like you change and even some of your tastes change. And just go with the flow. But most of all, try to keep your mind clear. You know, use breathing techniques, use yoga, use running, use a treadmill, use swimming. Use something that gives you a chance to like declutter your mind while your body is able to focus on something else. And number seven, feel good and manifest fast. The better you're feeling about your life, you're going to be totally amazed how quickly things will happen for you. I can tell a world of difference when I'm feeling down. I can give you a perfect example from this week. I was physically sick one day. I was running fever. I had body aches. And man, I hated the world. I really did. I think somebody could have walked up to me and handed me a million dollars on a silver platter and I would have still found something wrong with it. And I've learned, you know, my body by now. And I know sometimes when I have a day like that, I literally just try to take something for, you know, the fever and I just stress. I don't do any business because I know that it's not going to be fruitful for me. So, but what I find then was after I took that day of rest, man, I was like buzzing around like crazy the next day, getting a lot of things done that I hadn't done in a long time. And that's where I think you really have to listen to yourself and listen to your body. But that's really important as a business owner. Own that. You know, be kind to yourself. Really take care of yourself. And you will manifest things fast. Because it's going to get your creative juices flowing. It's going to get your intuition going. You're going to see signs in places you've never even thought about seeing a sign. Or you're going to have thoughts that you're going to like scratch your head and say, well, why didn't I think of that before? Because your mind was too cluttered or your body wasn't at ease or aligned. So that's really important. And follow that intuition. My intuition is what saved me from dying at the hands of a serial killer. And if that same intuition could do that, that's the same intuition that I use when I'm running my business or when I'm trying to make decisions or when I'm dealing with family. You've had similar experiences, I'm sure. Maybe not as extreme. I really sincerely hope not. But maybe you've had something come up and you didn't know quite how to deal with it, but you had a funny feeling about it and you didn't follow that feeling. And later on you realize that had you followed your gut or your intuition that you actually would have had a better outcome. Trust your intuition. It's there for a reason. You are important. You are worthy. Trust your intuition. Just chill. Just chill and relax sometimes. This is actually one of my hardest tasks is to chill. And I, I don't know. I've always been a type A personality, I guess, and a perfectionist. And I'm sure that none of you out there who are listening could relate to that, being a perfectionist. But, you know, being a perfectionist really does hold you back. So I am trying to be calmer and relax more. And at the end of my work day, whatever time I decide that that's going to be, 
you know what? I wrap it up. I pull out my tablet. I play a few games. I relax. I watch Criminal Minds or whatever I'm watching that night. And I just, you know, I let it go. I bless and release. I let it go. Number eight, you want to reflect and celebrate. Take time to reflect on all the things that you have accomplished. I think you would be pleasantly surprised if you sat down and wrote out, say, 10 minutes writing out things you've accomplished, things that you've done, and reflect on all the good things that you have done. Maybe you're just starting a business and you know what? You're already accomplishing something because you're listening to podcasts about successful business or you're going to clubhouse rooms and joining discussions there or you've got friends that you're talking to about it and don't be afraid to let that dream grow that is really hard and I know that because it really is it's it's a dream it's your dream and I'm a firm believer though that whatever comes to us whatever we're passionate about whatever we're dreaming about has been sent to us by a higher power, whether you believe in spirit, God, whatever your belief would be. I do. I firmly believe that it's been planted there and that we were born with that. So don't ever underestimate all the great things that you have done, all the wonderful things that you are and who you are. Celebrate that. So I'm not just talking about business here. Celebrate who you are. Because the more you celebrate you, guess what? It's going to reflect in that business. Thank you for listening. This episode was sponsored by BrandHerBrilliance.com. Be blessed in your success.